This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Hello, and welcome to In the Limelight, Vanity Fair's entertainment and pop culture podcast. I'm Josh Duboff, Vanity Fair's senior writer, and I'm here with Julie Miller, Vanity Fair's senior Hollywood writer. On In the Limelight, we analyze the ins and outs of pop culture, entertainment, and celebrity from the past week, from the Kardashians to Kate Middleton and everything in between. So on this week's episode, we uh, are going to continue enjoying Marco Mania. Uh, Last week's episode was obviously a special edition. We really delved deep into uh the engagement between Meghan markle and prince harry it was the moment we've been waiting for yes as the episode was called the moment we've been waiting for so we want to thank everyone who listened it was so exciting to get all the feedback and we're actually i think for the first time ever we're going to have a little segment later where we're going to run through some of the comments because we also got some really good tips and questions which i loved right. it was sort of like you guys were our investigative team right it was like critical questions at the end of like a reading chapter yes. people had some really good good um, feedback and i guess i should also point out this is a special episode in that we're in the same room, which does not happen very uh, often. I know. It's so uh, weird to have a real microphone and not it's be a little... like, podcasting from my closet. So we have a lot of Megan to get to first, though. Right. Well, last week was so much Megan in such a short amount of time. And then it didn't let up. The Megan moments kept on coming. The hits with her first public royal engagement, which I was not expecting. This was three days after. Right. They made the engagement announcement and did that interview. It was kind. It was kind of crazy. I think so. We we talked in detail last week about the kind of interview they did with the BBC, where it was this twenty minute sort of sit down, really depth. intense, like war correspondent yeah. journalist asking very hard hitting questions. Right, and I think that it was just sort of interesting how quickly, as you just pointed out. It turned into like her being out on the battlefield, like doing it. Like it sort of was like such a quick shift into the public life. Megan did say like she couldn't wait to get her boots on the ground. I didn't think she would be that fast, though. What did you think when you saw those photos? (sighs) Okay, she did a walkabout, her first walkabout with Harry. Yeah, we'll set the scene. So they go to Nottingham, I guess it's called. I I say that as if I'm like, (laughs) like, know what's up with like UK geography. I have no idea. But they went on what I what always gets referred to as a walkabout, which I love because it sounds so formal and like royal, not just like a stroll. It's like a walkabout. We've obviously seen Kate Middleton do these things a million times. I do want to point out that I looked this up to find out when Kate's first royal engagement was or yeah, was royal outing. It was in 2010, at least three years after she and William had been dating. It was after they were engaged and it was nine years after they met. Interesting. So Megan is just putting so, everything on fast forward. I thought it was kind of surprising that it was the same week as they kind of made their debut as an engaged. Couple. I know. I felt like I wasn't ready for that step yet. I was still processing the engagement. And I think she mentioned this in the BBC interview, but like to us, she's always been, you know, Angelina Jolie. But, you know, <laughs> she kind of pointed out herself, it's not like she was this high profile 
tabloid actress most americans had never really been familiar with her before she started dating prince harry so this was like because at first i was like oh she's used to this you know she's done red carpets and premieres but like no she's done nothing like this right but in reading all the coverage of the walkabout i was surprised by how many uk people in attendance (laughs) identified themselves as suits fans i feel like they were planted there and i don't think but i also feel like she didn't know that that was going to be the case so so definitely when someone tweeted this at us and like it was the first thing i saw i think when i woke up friday morning and i want every day to start with something this delightful (laughs) because it was basically a video which hopefully some most of you have seen at this point but it's like a suit she's kind of going around shaking the hands of the various well-wishers of which there were so many throngs yeah it was like Beatlemania style like pandemonium and someone kind of shouts out that they're a big like they say what like i'm a big suits like fanatic or something but the fan says like there's going to be two more series and megan's like wow you really keep up like you're really following it like she almost like couldn't believe someone was that obsessively monitoring like the suits production schedule because she's off the show now but i guess they're doing two more seasons i didn't even know that right well the suits creator actually spoke out to say that he wrote her off the show before they even announced the engagement like he had to kind of predict he thought they would stay together so how do you think though she handled the whole bizarre pandemonium every i love reading accounts of these walkabouts because they interview all of these random people who just act like they had just fainted or they were met, so like, the happy Pope or, yeah 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 right i think she again handled herself really well apparently all the people who were there in person were charmed and enchanted but the thing again is that she seems so comfortable and so natural so fast so that to me kind of raises a few questions it definitely i like that diplomatic way of exploring <laughs> this topic because i think it was interesting to me too well there were so two things that go along with that i think one i feel like i'm building a thesis for like a dissertation that will never no one would ever write but it's that there are sort of like came in matching outfits like color coordinated and and like it felt very navy and camel navy and camel like it felt like ralph lauren sort of like right and it's just so different from kate and william i guess that was like one of my big takeaways so a the camel and navy kind of they almost looked like uh, david beckham and victoria beckham when they go to an event and they have this kind of like fashion coordinated look right like kate and william never do anything like that well people already is reporting about her stylist because i guess she has a friend who's a stylist who picked out that outfit remotely and like set up the designers to send everything to the palace do you think the stylist also styled harry i feel like probably or there must be some level at which they advised him because it does there wasn't a coincidence they were matching right right but it seems kind of strange that all of a sudden he would be like styled i know now josh and i are always going to go everywhere (laughs) and matching camel and navy but then so like and then also there's just so much and like i think people picked this up initially as like sort of an interesting facet but like they're so touchy in a way that william and kate are never right out in public Mm -hmm. they're kind of that couple that is like pdaing all the time and you're like okay enough and like they were like linked arms like kind of like the the, of someone sent us asking what we thought about sort of she She kind of patted him on the back as if somehow like and it was like hard to read exactly what was going on there if you 
came to Earth today without knowing anything about the royals, I feel like you would think that Megan had been a royal her whole life. It really does seem, and I think we've uh, one of our favorite things to kind of quote, like we we wonder about her psyche more than any healthy person should. But I feel like she definitely. There was like a part later on when they went inside to whatever this uh, event was and they were kind of watching kickboxers, I think it was. And I couldn't help but sort of, I don't know. It it definitely seemed to me, and it makes sense, like you're doing this for the first time. I assume you kind of, I I would imagine she like researched on some level, like what Kate does in these scenarios or what like Harry and William do when they have to like, like I definitely felt like I was watching someone who was very aware they were going to be watched, watching kickboxing. No, she had all the moves. She had all the like expressions and kind of just like, oh, like fascination or or, like leaning down to talk to a child or like all the classic poses as if she had like studied them in the you know karate manual or something for like when a kid's learning how to do karate like you know it just it was a little bit hard to know sort of i feel like for your first one it makes sense like but like it's hard to know how much she like knew what was going on i feel like it's so overwhelming i would assume right and she she had all the kind of pickup moves down for these strangers they were all charmed by like the most basic human behavior all these reports said that she introduced herself to everyone saying hi i'm megan over and over and over again also my voicemail (laughs) message (laughs) i guess someone dropped their glove and she picked it up and that was like the headline of multiple news. and i love how like stuff like that is written as if it's like mother Teresa like blessing seven like orphans like when she picked up this glove as if like no one has ever done something that generous before and then there's one that's even better than that this was in the guardian mindful of the cold markle slipped a hand warmer heat pack into the hands of emily hartland 21 from australia a student at coventry university who was struggling to shake hands because of the low temperature she's literally like healing the sick like she's warming the hands of the frozen wait i love this one underneath this one when barbara miller 63 requested a quick selfie which by the way like is my mom's name like this could have been her she flew out there julie's mom like i feel like we need to check with julie's mom that this wasn't actually her (laughs) requested a quick selfie the actor apologized sorry we are not allowed to do selfies markle said barbara miller said (laughs) she said thank you very much for braving the cold i'm kind of loving though that your megan had to turn down the selfie because i know you know it killed her Not exactly that. I was about to say, you know, that's not her natural instinct. Katie Shaw, 22, said they're very down to earth, even though they're royal. But it's all about suits. We really like suits. And she told us there are going to be two more series. Julie, Julie and Katie have the exact same opinions. <laughs> um, but like all these people, it seemed like she was welcomed. Were you surprised? I almost feel like she was welcomed so immediately with such warmth. It almost feels like surreal i was like oh she's already just like beloved like it just happened so quickly i know it's way too fast i have whiplash from it as if like i say how charmed these people are and also it's the strangest characters there was some guy who bought brought his pet bird to meet megan to meet megan she didn't say hi (laughs) i i kind of i have to say they look really good together so i think there is, it feels like we said this last week, but it feels like you're watching celebrities. I mean, you are watching celebrities, but like in a different way. It's just like 
they almost have like a Hollywood vibe about them. Right. Wait, I love this Megan trivia note of the week. Because I feel like it's going to be a new feature that we do. (laughs) This is my favorite. Julie, Julie, you have to share this. My favorite Megan factoid of all. That she has such incredible handwriting that when she was struggling as an actress, instead of waiting tables, she worked as a calligrapher. I tracked down a 2013 interview she did with Esquire. I can't believe they were interviewing her that soon. That was like season one of Suits. And she says, I did calligraphy for the invitations for like Robin Thicke and Paula Patton's wedding. How many wedding guests are like scrounging through their memory boxes seeing if they still have that calligraphy? What's funny is I probably still have some calligraphy business cards floating out in the world. And I can't wait for someone to call me in a month or something and say, can you do these for my son's bar mitzvah? And this begs the question, will she do the calligraphy for her own wedding? Right. Um, And also, can you think about all the little love notes she's written to Harry and like this beautiful beautiful (laughs) cursive? It makes so much sense to me. I feel like anyone like uh, Gwyneth or Reese or any of these people with lifestyle sites all like love handwriting i feel like right like it's always about this like beautiful cursive you know right also i thought it was interesting that on the same day that megan made this first appearance at the walk what it's called a walkabout and like full glam hair blown out full makeup this coordinated outfit kate was spotted making her way into the king's cross saint pancras railway station definitely not how you pronounce it and she just kind of looked casual. Everybody said their euphemisms in the headlines were like, Kate does casual <laughs> Friday. Well, it was really weird because I was unclear. I don't know if you saw this when you were looking at it, but like, it didn't really seem like she was doing an official engagement. It was just she was... No, she was definitely just going to the train know, station. She was just but going she... to the train station. But you don't see that many photos of Kate Middleton out. Right. At like engagements and such. Right. So I thought it was kind of interesting. Like I was kind of wondering if Kate wanted to be seen. It was like Megan's big premiere, you know? Right. Um, if she wanted to have been seen though, she wouldn't have had her hair up in a ponytail. So you think it was unexpected? I think it was unexpected. Oh, and, and I feel <laughs> like this the Megan Kate situation is going to be interesting to watch well you know kate is just all into these new details coming out because ever since they announced the engagement there have been like friends of megan's that have come forward given all kinds of photos we need to talk about this one woman nick nanaki pretty who i'm kind of obsessed with and she's based in la so maybe we'll get coffee with her i mean do you need to get and you know she's she'll talk to like anyone at this point she'll be thrilled to hear from you she gave like a hundred photos, the Daily Mail, and videos. And she, I feel like I I watched Megan grow up after clicking through that. And she was show. her. She was a bridesmaid at her first wedding. Is that right? First wedding. We'd been like sisters since we were two years old. But it seems like she and Megan's divorce took the ex husband's side. This woman is definitely Team Trevor. What is her biggest takeaways about Megan? Oh, I have like a list of 40 takeaways. And I want to be, I want to point out that there's different, not even just some of these passages highlighted within the like summary, some are in yellow, some are in green. I don't know what the difference is. Oh my God. The green is a special treat. (laughs) Don't even read that one. Okay. 
Okay, so Nanaki says that her falling out with Megan came after she disapproved of the manner of Megan's breakup with Trevor. She says, I don't believe Megan gave him enough of an opportunity. She was off shooting suits in Canada. We should note that Megan and Trevor actually didn't break up that long ago. I think people assume it was longer ago than it was. When was 2013. It? And I guess within two months of separating, she was dating that the celebrity chef. chef. Yeah. All I can say now is that I think Megan was calculated, very calculated in the way she handled people and relationships. She cuts people out of her lives, Josh. Wait, she said that? Yes, she said that. I mean, this this is a crazy interview already, and I we haven't even gotten to the highlighted section. Well, I'm pretty proud of this transition here. She cuts people out of her lives, and I have in the script, nobody knows this more than Megan's second dog, Bogart. Who will not be making the trip. I know. Shout out to Bogart. The Metro reports, the gorgeous pup will now live with friends in Canada. I guess Prince Harry's communication secretary even had to, like, confirm the news. Last week, he said in a statement, Bogart is now living with very good friends and Guy, the other dog, is now in the UK. Bogart is not coming. How insane is that, that a royal staff member actually had to put out that <laughs> That Bogart message. and Guy are now, the, the staffers used to putting stuff out about like the Queen's engagements and like Camilla's off. And then now he's like, wait, I'm releasing something about Meghan Markle's rescue dogs. As if they're like real people too. Bogart is now living with very good friends of his. Like, I don't even understand what that means. Very good friends of who? <laughs> like, isn't that weird? I really feel for Bogart. Imagine putting in all that time with Megan and then you don't even get to go move into the palace. I've said it before, but we are going to find Bogart somehow and let Bogart tell his side of the story. <laughs> the Metro said Bogart was sadly too old to make the seven and a half hour journey from Toronto to London, but doesn't Prince Harry have like a private jet or something? They could have made that comfortable. Okay, back to Nanaki, who says, Meg always wanted to be famous. She just loved the center of attention. We used to imagine her receiving an Oscar. She used to practice announcing herself. What does that mean? Oh, like announcing her own like her name speech? like me- like i'm now imagining her open <laughs> she's announcing as if she like won a- the oscar like so she opens it up like megan markle oh my god can you imagine her speech i mean after watching that interview <laughs> this is one of the questions we got later but now that i really have like poured over the interview in more detail like in this kind of like madonna e accent she's doing now the kind of like slight, Did she? slightly faux british Oh, I didn't pick up It's on creeping that. in a little bit. There are moments in the interview where she slips into it a little. So I'm almost imagining it now in that accent. I'm kind of loving it. Oh, my God. I mean, she did, she's doing better than an Oscar acceptance speech, I think. Would you rather be having an Oscar or married to Prince Harry, you know? True, true. Megan's best friend essentially says her mom, Doria, is cooler than she is. Of the mom, she says she was this free spirit who danced around the house telling Meg to loosen up. Harry seemed to like that Megan's mom, too. He mentioned that in the speech. Right. Okay, this was this was the little anecdote that I highlighted in green. Josh, do you want to read this? Okay, so even by season two of Suits, she was turning down lunch because she said she'd be recognized, which, okay. There were instances when I felt, this is uh, Ms. Pretty talking, There were instances when I felt she developed a sense of entitlement because she was on the show. The breaking point for me came when she wanted to adopt a dog. 
She'd fallen in love with it, but found someone else wanted the dog too. So she emailed the pet adoption people and explained how she could provide a great life for it. She spoke of what a great time the dog would have in the Suits family. I felt that she was playing the Suits card to try to get what she wanted. (laughs) There's Megan before fame and Megan after fame. After three seasons of Suits, she called me to say the marriage was over. I think I missed something there. Oh, just because she got too famous? Is that the idea? And I love that uh, this friend kind of correlates the whole marriage and dissolution of the marriage to Megan's star (laughs) rising on Suits. Which is... Okay, in Megan's defense, it doesn't. I, I do not feel like I think she has a pretty. At least I'm going off of the interview, so maybe I don't know what she felt at the time. But she wasn't famous enough. I feel. I think she had some. It seems to me she had a level-headed sense of how famous she was. I don't think that's the reason the marriage fell apart. Is what I'm trying to say. Like okay. I, f- I feel like there must have been other factors at play, right? Right. Because like she wasn't getting hounded by paparazzi. She wasn't like on magazine covers. So I think, like, I feel like this is like some retroactive. I mean, this suit story about the dog probably may- might be true. Who knows? But like, I feel like, and she probably used it to her advantage. But like, so would I if I was on a TV show. <laughs> you know, you, you would have played the suits card too. Well, who wouldn't? What else are you getting being on suits? <laughs> I mean. <laughs> This is also interesting to me because it was one of the weird parts of the interview I thought was how much Megan downplayed what she knew about the royal family. Right. And here it says, and there was, we'll talk about this pic, the picture too, but I know the royal family was something she found fascinating. She had one of Princess Diana's books on her bookshelf. And even when she was with Trevor, she told me she wanted to go stay in London for at least a month. And then I love this. I knew she used to love the Princess Diaries, films that a commoner who becomes part of a royal family. And talk about like the secret coming to life. <laughs> she was very taken with that idea. And then there's this photo that got a lot of circulation. I guess, is it with Nanaki, the photo? Yes. Where, where she's 15 outside of Buckingham Palace. Because I thought in the interview, she essentially Made it played it like it she off. didn't even know what the palace was. Right. Like, right. we barely know anything about the, the royal family. And then there she is. I took the exact same photo earlier this year. And I feel like there was another... Wait, what was the other similarity? between? Oh, the prom dresses. Oh, my gosh. Uh, yes. So, there's uh, a Nanaki gave up all these photos of Megan at prom. And I found out that I wore the same prom dress to my senior prom that Megan wore. It's white. Megan definitely wore it best. (laughs) White Vanna white style, like silver sequins. It was, I am the fairest skin pale person in the world. And I should not have worn that tone at all. I'm trying to get my mom to find a picture, but I feel like I've burned them all. Well, you can all be sure we've done a Megan Julie composite in the past, <laughs> and there will be another to come because we need to see these prom dresses side by side. From cachet. And I just love to Oh, think... it's like we actually know it's literally the same dress. Yeah. The... Oh my God, I love it. No, that. it's from cachet in like the mall when you went shopping. And Oh my God. <laughs> I can't get over that you guys had this. Is it, you guys were, you were meant to have a podcast that was like... I know. I, I wish it kind of had been flipped that I was, you know, marrying Prince Harry and she was talking in the podcast, but we'll take this. <laughs> if if it was Magic <laughs> Miller instead of Magic Markle. I feel kind of, I was trying to think about trying to get in Megan's shoes as I want to do. And imagine like your friend, is this is just crazy to me a little. 
like this friend is excommunicated from Megan's life now. Right. Well, I just wonder. Did how she much not the- think there was any chance? Like, if I was this friend, I would be taking the opposite approach and trying to like right, get, get to the invite. royal wedding. Yeah. Like, like this is like I, it's interesting to me that she took the approach of like, not only am I just gonna be, you know excommunicate from Meg. I guess she just like went for broke. Like she's right. like, I, well, it sounds like there was some kind of ugly factor. And uh, so divorce. maybe she already knows that she's not right. Like so, in good graces with Megan. I wonder how much the daily mail offered her. Do you think she had to have taken money to give up like her entire photo <laughs> archive? I don't have that many photos of myself. Oh my gosh. And I've missed the most interesting detail of all. She even leaked a video of an 18 year old Megan talking about her audition to be one of Shakira's backup dancers. How have we not seen this? Uh, I don't know. I just feel like it's like a weird, (laughs) it's weird because doesn't it make you like, I don't know. Like, I just, it's hard for me to imagine. I know Megan said in the interview, she doesn't read stuff and I'm sure she knows about this. Like, what is Megan going to do? I don't know. It was interesting. Even in the 2013 Esquire interview, they asked her about holding a briefcase on Deal or No oh, and Deal. What'd she, say? she kind of downplayed it, saying that like it taught her what she doesn't want to do with her career. And she was kind of trying to distance herself and she changed right. the subject. Yeah, I feel like it's, it's an interesting part of being a royal that you can't, along with not being able to take selfies, like you can't really like go on Instagram and, t- and say anything. Right. I just, I can't, what do you make of how fast this is unfurled? I feel though? like we're on a hyper speed train or something. It's all, everything's happening so fast. The engagement to appearances, the wedding's going to come up before we know it. And then also like, we're already in this phase of like people coming out of the woodwork, Northwestern posting a photo of her in college, you know, this one posting a photo of this, the Buckingham Palace stuff. It's like, it like, all seems like it's happening in such an intense clip. Like, what's going to come next? Do you think it's Megan or Harry? Um, what do you mean? Like, who's like pushing this pace? Oh, I feel like it's sort of a like they think, and, and I think rightfully so that they it like helps the palace in a way to have Megan out there. And I think there's something sweet about like Megan does seem to be sort of help. Like, I don't know. It does seem like Harry is liking, understandably, having someone who's, like, by his side for these things and sort of taking, like, a leadership role. She's very comfortable clearly doing these kind of things. So I guess in that sense, he's maybe pushing it that, like, he likes having her there. Right. And she's clearly not, you know. Oh, my gosh. She can't get enough appearances. (laughs) I saw today she's about to do hostage training like for a week to like prep in case she gets taken hostage. Oh my God. <laughs> I would love to hear what they teach you in Royal hostage training. And Kate Middleton apparently had to do it too. when she entered the Royal family, but like her life is a whole different thing. It's like, you know, and like we have a lot, I guess actually we will get into the questions. There's a few different like topics that have come out this week, but like it all seems like the wedding planning she must be having to do at the same time as all this is going on. But if there's anyone who can handle planning a wedding, it seems like it's Megan between the calligraphy skills and the wine knowledge. She probably has had this vision board going for at least a year. <laughs> like she has everything already thought out. Right. And I guess she's converting to be married. Oh, right. She's a well, she's gonna, and she's going to have to become a UK citizen too. Right. I just feel like there's not, I'm worried that it's so fast that it's gonna be too much like i think harry's used to this for who (laughs) 
that's the question for us probably <laughs> i mean i don't know i just feel like it's all happening quickly now let's get Very into some of these quickly. questions i feel like some really good ones okay so these are all from instagram or twitter by the way just a shout out to all these people who wrote us this is just a selection Mark 8888 asked from the BBC interview, it sounds like she's met with a few Spencers. Do Kate and Williams see more of them than we know? They must just without camera crews. But if there's anyone who's going to give us more information on that subject, it's Megan. <laughs> Do you think Megan's trying to like finagle a Diane Sawyer style solo interview? Like if anything, she does not want to share the spotlight. Also, don't you think it's interesting that, like, I feel like she made a point of saying, like, Catherine's been wonderful, but then it came out, or not came Catherine's out. Catherine's been, like, blocking her calls. <laughs> but then it came out that, or, like, in, somehow in the interview that, like, they've only really met Charles a few times, and, like, I sort of feel like they haven't actually, I feel like they seem like they spend a lot of time alone. I know, they made it seem like they just stay in this cottage. Yeah, like, I feel like they've had a few nights with, out maybe we're not even out they can't go out that's what's so weird about when they see kate and william they just have to be at someone's house i know how things have changed since she was walking whole foods <laughs> like now she can't even go anywhere but someone I, I was talking to a friend last week who was saying that they do feel like i think it was one of our coworkers who said like megan does seem like she's going to be bracing for the impact of the statement but a little more princess diana ish in the sense that She's going to be photographed like going to the gym. She's going to be photographed She's going kind of out. She's like Kate, you know, as you mentioned earlier, you never see Kate. Right. So it does sort of feel like maybe. I like, know. Prince Harry said they'd be thick as thieves. Maybe she's going to be a little more out there interested in that sort of high profile celeb thing that Kate is not interested in. Right. I feel like you always hear about how many engagements these royals have to do a year. And I think that. Megan I want to, I need to win. see the Kate and Pippa text thread. This is just an interesting topic. Ali Ehrlich says, I'm late to post this before your podcast, so please let us know if you saw that known for humanitarian work is on her newly updated wiki page. I know, and they chose a very tasteful photo of Megan. I would pay to look at her uh, browser history. I feel like that's her. She's like up late at night, <sighs> perfectly like has a draft in her perfect calligraphy. And I love these hashtags, by the way. Shout out to Ali. She deserves it all. Deal or no deal, girl. Who oh. knew? Great trio of hashtags. Oh, my gosh. Is um, deal or no deal still on the air? Well, I don't think so. Hobie1203, which That's is... my dad. dad. <laughs> is it true, Josh and Julie, best man and maid of honor? Yes. yes. We can confirm that on the podcast. <laughs> Exclusively, you heard it first yep. here. Hughes Homefront said, and this is an interesting take... There was something off for me in this interview. I just don't believe she's being completely honest. She felt very rehearsed. I mean, preaching to the choir. I'm like... Lolo's likes... This is fun reading these. Says, can't say Kate was shown gushing over the news. Oh, she's love been, her, she, Lola. She's been, Lola. She's been seen more pleased with rowing practices or even feeding sheep. Oh, <laughs> Lola's gonna come <laughs> hang on the podcast one week. We'll fly you out, Lola. True, true, true. I'm not sure how to pronounce this handle, so I'm not gonna try. But it, someone wrote, "Is there footage of Julie leaping over her siblings to drive one mile to get the charger for her phone because her video stopped playing at announcement?" There should be. I was kind of the main archivist during the trip. I feel like they left all the photo taken to me, so there isn't a lot of footage. Sadly, maybe on the security cameras. <laughs> 
I'm loving this like rapid fire. I feel like I'm interviewing you as like, you know, when the celebrities are like ask, they're asking like, Cara Delevingne, you know, like, do you wear, wear socks or do you wear shoes? All right. Uh, Lolo again. Can we coin their couple name? We have to dwell on this we one for a to. second. Okay. Can we coin their couple name if it hasn't been done already? Harmarkle. You had thoughts though on what we could also call them, right? I know. I said Harkle, but that doesn't make sense. Also, you know that Megan's jur- first journal entry after that first date, she was already figuring out figuring out their wedding hashtag what is it going to be i would kind of love it i think maybe someone already wrote this somewhere but it'd be kind of funny if they like really did a like a corny wedding hashtag like mary harry yeah like i marry harry or like megan meets megan gets some hair i don't know none of this like those aren't good another great moment was when on the friday walkabout that person was like as a ginger Uh, how does it feel being with megan and everybody was like he nailed his response like e said that as its headline and what was his what did he He just literally said like yes (laughs) like he had nothing to say wait i'm still on this hashtag though so what were other so princess prince um i mean it's i was gonna say prime time to princess but suits wasn't even on prime suited up for a wedding house right okay no. we'll workshop suits <laughs> from suits the ultimate deal dealer dealer guest deal god these are horrific <laughs> wow uh let us know what you think you guys are gonna have a yeah. better idea make your markle oh i like make your markle because god knows that's <laughs> what she's doing <laughs> okay then we have grown woman saying I just read that the cottage that Harry refers to, we talked about this last week, is a 1,200 square foot house on the grounds of Kensington Palace with only one bathroom. Do we believe this? People did have a little inset in their big cover story this week that showed, and it does look like a smaller, I think it's two bedroom cottage. Of course, it looks like it's out of, it's pulled from like a storybook. It has like perfect roses and everything's, you know, beautifully manicured with a little fence. But it is slightly smaller than we, I guess last week we were saying I was mocking that like it couldn't have been that like low budget of a cottage. But it actually was. 1200 square feet 1200 lush like gorgeously appointed square feet but so but they're gonna be you know i hope bogart isn't listening <laughs> <laughs> okay i somehow lost the handle here but please discuss this former best friend who has sold her soul and every megan marco related memory she has in exchange for some daily mail cash i'm so offended by her on behalf of the royal family well i want to know the real story about trevor the breakup i wonder if trevor's going to give you know people are like well, willing to pay a lot trevor's of money. an interesting character because daily mail ran something last week about how he rebounded for Meghan markle with charlotte mckinney the sort of i don't know how to describe what kind of modeling she does uh, <laughs> she's graced the pages of vanity fair though in a spotlight she does she do like lingerie modeling (laughs) yeah okay um and she but i guess they're no longer together but he also sold the show to fox which we've talked about sort of loosely but not really even loosely based on megan's life but like there's that's i don't think he's spoken yet we would know no so he's waiting for the payday who's it gonna be i don't know but it's clear that things took a turn south kind of quickly 
Well, she was taping suits and had that meteoric rise to fame. I mean, I think it's going to be interesting if this show goes to air and Trevor has to do, you know, does press for it. Right. That's when it's really going to all come out. I know. Okay, so if I were to marry Prince Harry, you wouldn't sell, even if Daily Mail offered you $150,000. No, never. I can't be bought. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Thoughts on the reassuring lower back rub by Megan at the end of their appearance. Do you think it's her reassuring him or her way of letting him know she's doing fine? How did you read the back touch? Did she rub him or he rubbed her? She rubbed him. And then we got a few responses to that question already on Twitter. Someone said, I thought it was a possessive gesture, like publicly marking her territory. And then someone else said, I think just reassuring him that she is doing fine. But I feel like if you and me were out at a party, I love that we're comparing (laughs) how you and me interact as if that's like the normal standard for what Harry and Meghan do. But like, I feel like a reassuring backpat is more to say... It's like almost, I think it's... You think it's possessive. Or like you're doing fine, like you're okay. It goes back to the maternal oh, thing. That yeah, I could see that. Sean Reardon said the Daily Mail just declared Megan Mania amateur as we've been manic for over a year. Thank you, Sean, for you know recognizing, <laughs> giving us the credit. That's all we care about ever. Also, please address the matching pea coats with tan underneath. Did you like the coats? And second question: What kind of outfits would you want to see them in? It was a very Angelina Jolie look because when she went inside, she took off the coat in touch. Their cover story is that Megan is pregnant. But when you look at the photos of her inside, she has this cinched waist yeah, with this yeah. great skirt and belt. And I think there's no way. Um, but Ju- I By lo- the way, Julie is sort of wearing a similar black <laughs> turtleneck. I know. She's to my- what Megan wore with the tan skirt. Yes, yes. But I think very Angelina, less yeah. Kate, not Kate. Like, Kate kind of seems like a... It's a much more... Um, it's a younger, more It's a younger, forward. more modern look. Megan's actually a year older than Kate, so which is... Kate like, loves that you pointed that out. <laughs> <laughs> Rachel Ann Kutcher, an interesting question here, and I have something to say about this. I find it odd that Harry hasn't met Megan's father yet. Wonder what that's about. Daily Mail tracked him down. I'm about to say the same thing. Um, we saw these kind of. Re- Did you look at these photos of him? They're like these kind of grainy photos of him, like getting in a van or something. I don't know, but I've been to the Baja area of Mexico, and it's it's a sad scene. So, what did you make? We didn't really talk about this last week of the fact that Harry hasn't met the dad yet. Well, this best friend. What's her name again? My computer died. Nanaki. Ah. Jordan coming through with the name. She, so she gave everything, like gave all the dirt. But the one thing she withheld was Megan's relationship with her father. Do we know if they asked? They asked. She said, I can't go there. I don't want to say anything. I guess in the video clip of her after her Shakira backup dancer tryout, she says, we're driving past my dad's, but we're not going to stop there because he and I aren't getting along right now. So it could be kind of like a little dark. But I read in all the reports that he's expected to walk her down the aisle, even though it doesn't sound like he met Harry yet. And like, will we know when they've met? I guess. Like, Megan will let us know. Because it's like the dad going to fly from like ah, I, Mexico. It's like, sad. I don't, or is Harry going to go there? No. Like, I no. feel like he has to come it's, to London. It's kind of a dangerous area. 
And I guess I said in that Daily Mail article that when he goes around town, he says things like, like, oh, I'm Meghan Markle's dad. Have you heard of her? Right. But I guess people have tried to call him and he said, like, I can't say anything oh, about the wedding. He's not, he's not speaking. He's ter- right. He answered the phone, but like turned people down. But then they do mention that he's like plywood covering his windows. And Megan's half-sister is talking to anyone who will listen. And writing a book. And writing a book. So the Megan, more than like almost anyone I've encountered who's become like famous so quickly like Megan has, like people are just coming out of every facet of her life. Who does she have left at this point? Trevor and Bogart. I'm waiting for Bogart's story. (laughs) All right. That Eric Miller. Will Megan adopt Madonna's old accent? And do we think this wedding will reign supreme in the ratings? We talked a little bit about the accent. Would, in terms of the ratings, that's interesting. I've A few people have asked me recently who know we talk about this stuff over the weekend. And like they were like, are people going to be as interested in this as William and Kate's wedding? And I think the answer is yes. If not more so. Because Harry was kind of always the more charismatic brother. And Megan is a whole... You know. I feel like there's. I feel like this is going to be a show busy wedding. Like I feel like Megan knows how to play it up for the cameras, and if George and Charlotte are really involved, as people think they will be, and right. walking down the aisle behind Megan, so I feel like that also is good. I read that the church where they're getting married doesn't have a balcony where they can be doing the photo op wave, but Megan is trying to figure out a way to like include the public in the wedding. Which sounds like our girl. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's our Megan. Allie Boyle. Will it really be a banana cake made with banana? So what she's referring to in this question is... um, I didn't understand this. Does it mean it's like a diet recipe with banana in the batter as like the... Well, I guess, Harry, it, there was two things. So there was like, I can't even believe this got attention, which really shows that like, you just get Meghan Markle on your headline, you're golden right now. Because I guess somehow they have this tip that they're gonna have a banana cake at the wedding because harry loves banana which like okay (laughs) (laughs) that is like the worst fruit i think and then yeah right and then secondly when like it first got out that they were together she had that instagram up of the two bananas side by side so people think it's like a coy reference to that which i don't know I don't know about that either. I think they're stretching. And actually, I'm going to just go out on a limb and say, I don't actually even think this is true. I think it's like, I think this is one where it's like just a sort of weird, I don't know, British tabloid spun rumor. Agreed. The Kelly J, the love poem. Okay, so in the in touch that Julie bought that claims <laughs> Megan's pregnant. I feel like I need to go in witness protection after buying an in touch. It says that Megan has written a love poem, correct? Oh my God, of course. What's the story there? And she said she's going to write it and she's going to read it at the wedding. Is that the idea? Oh my God. Can you imagine if they did their own vows? You know, Megan wants to. <laughs> I mean, that is the audition monologue of a... Can you imagine the queen having to sit there as Megan is... <laughs> like, like, gets into character. Oh, this is an interesting tip we got. Rochelle Levy. Is it a coincidence that Megan's ex runs a roasted chicken restaurant franchise in Toronto? She was seeing him when she got introduced to Harry, LOL. Kind of funny that they are roasting a chicken on engagement night. Do you think it's a coincidence, Julie, or do you think there would, is something to that? I would say it's a coincidence, but I think you were right last week when you said that this seems like some kind of fake kind of affront to just normalize the royal family, like it make make it seem like it's any other couple. Like I think he sprung for steak. And there was like some element of like a hot balloon ride or something over the top. Mm. 
I'm going to find this. My friend, friend of the podcast and personal friend, Sarah Gordon, she texted me after watching the BBC interview. I feel like there's probably a conversation after about how Harry interrupted Megan to say trying to roast a chicken because when they're telling the engagement story. I know. You think Megan would Megan, screw up roasting well, a chicken? Sarah said, like, her brand is not trying to roast a chicken. Her brand is roasting the chicken. She's not, <laughs> oh, she's Sarah, not, I love. She's not Jennifer Lawrence, which is true. And I feel like that is a funny little moment. Everyone should go back and watch in the interview. Right. When, Megan reprimanded him immediately once the camera's cut. Um. Another favorite moment, which I wonder how Megan felt about, which I was reminded of when I rewatched recently, was when the, like the the BBC, our queen, the interviewer, says something like, "Oh, what are you going to do with your increased platform? And now that you have, you know, the ability to, you know, speak at an even broader scale." And then Harry says, "Like, oh, sing." Like, and then, and then she kind of turns to him and says, "Like, no, I'm not a singer." Like, she had to actually say that she's not a singer. Oh, I didn't even catch that. It's really a weird moment in the whole thing. Like he's almost like a joke he's making, but it like doesn't come across. I'm like, <laughs> I, she just she did not like it. All right, Karen M. Long. I had a feeling you would appreciate the shout out from her alma mater. What do you think? It's do you think it's normal for Northwestern to post a photo? Did they? What did they say along with it? I think it was just like congratulations to our alum Meghan Markle <laughs> we'll, we'll find it <laughs> it does seem weird for an institution known for like educating people so much and so well would congratulate a woman on just marrying a guy it says once upon a time there was a wild cat in her hunt for purpose she took a northwestern direction that inspired pursuits in theater and international relations we celebrate the sparkle that is Northwestern School of Communications. <laughs> Our producer, just Jordan, gas. just groaned. <laughs> Note that they didn't do that when she was cast on suits. <laughs> we celebrate the sparkle that is Northwestern alum, Meghan Markle, class of 03. I'm going to go out on a branch here and say and, that that communications employee <laughs> was fired promptly. And send this. our best wishes for her stories. Hashtag happily ever after. Oh TBT. Gosh, that chancellor just wants an invite. And then this is, I'm showing Julie the photo right now. Mm -hmm. She looks quite similar to how she looks now, honestly. <laughs> what else are you going to say? <laughs> All right, then we'll end with absolute Adriana who says, Love the podcast. Never miss an episode. Thanks, Adriana. Just wanted... That's, a, by the way, a sure How way to get us to read your question. Yes. I know. <laughs> this is really a low moment for us reading that. Okay. <laughs> Just wanted to share this quick observation. I feel like if you look closely, when Kate walks away... Okay. Uh, the day after the engagement, Kate made an engagement and was asked about... That's the background here. If you look closely, when Kate walks away after saying how happy she is for Megan and Harry, Kate rolls her eyes a little... Do you think that means anything? I love the Zap Rooter like attention to detail in this film. Did you watch? Yes, and I, I, I would. Did you see it? No. I would. I would say that she, her statement was a little odd. Like she, do, she doesn't say she doesn't have that Meganese. Well, she just doesn't say Megan's name, which I think is interesting. Like she doesn't say anything like, "Oh, Megan's a great gal. Have loved getting to know her." She doesn't say anything in that vein. It's more like <laughs> Megan's a great gal. Can you imagine? Okay, <laughs> no, great gal. Kate Middleton doesn't like has never said those words about anyone in her life. But like, 
it's sort of she says like any couple who's going through this is in a very happy it's like very like sort of vague and general oh it's like it's such a happy time i think i read this yeah it's sort of like what you would say to a family friend who right there was like, some distance to yeah, it yeah but that's sort of kate's vibe so i don't really know how much to read into it but then when she turns around i wouldn't say she rolls her eyes as much as she you can almost see like her eyes kind of widen a little like she's like oh god like you know like she knew she i was mean i know it. that well <laughs> like can you believe i just went through, <laughs> through that? that right so i think she kind of like has this you definitely see in her face a little bit of something there well thank you guys all for these questions these were great keep them coming what a fun little segment to end things with i know so that does it for this week's episode of in the limelight thank you so much for listening please let us know on apple podcasts on twitter on instagram what you think what your questions are we really appreciate it you can also reach out to me individually i'm at julie w miller and we're at twitter and instagram twitter is in limelight instagram in the limelight pod i'm jay duboff on instagram and twitter this episode was produced and edited by jordan bell thanks to andy bowers at panoply thanks for joining us until next week no bad energy. energy.